Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to Spock Sports Show, presented by Barbary Law Firm on Buck 92, 7 p.m. every Monday night, and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. Got some great interviews upcoming in Beale City, but first, kind of want to give a rundown of where things stand playoff-wise after week seven of high school football. And we're going to be talking about Mount Pleasant, Claire, Beale City, Sacred Heart Academy, a little bit of Ithaca in there as well, kind of our ultra-local teams, chances to get into the playoffs and possibly make some noise. And we'll start with the Mount Pleasant Oilers, who looked really impressive Friday night as they bested at Traverse City West. They're currently number three playoff points in Division Three, but the big shakeup for them is they kind of got booted out of the Northern District as there's now Gaylord, Petoskey, Marquette, and Cadillac. Petoskey's 4-3, and three, Marquette's 4-2, and two, Cadillac is 4-3. and three. So could all those teams get in? Not sure. But right now, currently, Mount Pleasant would have to take on Lowell at home. Then they'd possibly have to go on the road to take on the winner. Well, they'd go on the road if it was Grand Rapids Forest Hills beating Grand Rapids Northview. Again, Mount Pleasant, very capable of winning both those games, but you always want to go north as a local team here in mid-Michigan. Got to slide all the way down to Division 6 before we kind of get our next quote-unquote ultra-local team. And right now, Claire in kind of a goofy district right now. They could wind up in something different as well. Right, you know, They're not in the same district as Reed City right now. When you look at it on the map, they're just so close together. I would be surprised if they stay in the district with Chesting, Central Montcalm, and currently they would host Ovid Elsie if Snooze to You is correct on the playoff matchups today. And it's snoozetoyou.com, the mapatology, if you want to check out anything that I'm talking about. So that's Division 6. Six, but the big thing to talk about right now is Division 8 with Beale City and possible matchup with Ithaca. The first time they could ever play would possibly be in the state semifinals right now. And currently, Beale City going north in a district with Everett, Frankfurt, and White Cloud. And north of them, you have Iron Mountain, Ishpeming, East Jordan, and Maple City, Glen Lake. And Ithaca, possibly a tough district, could open up against Saginaw Nouvelle, who they blasted earlier this year. But then you could have New Lothrop waiting on deck. The other team in the district, another team they just blasted in Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary. Well, maybe not blasted, but they bested them 26-7. The other district on this side of the bracket for Beale City and Ithaca features Fowler and Muskegon Catholic Central, and you also have undefeated Sagatuck. And the teams from Beale City deep runs of the past couple years are over on the other side of the bracket. Ubley is 7-0, Hudson is 7-0, and Hudson's currently number one in playoff points. But I really continue to expect Ithaca to keep moving up as they finish with two Division Five teams. Right now, Hudson number one, Ottawa Lake White number two, Beale City number three, and Ithaca number four. Now you move down to eight-player division two where we have the Sacred Art Academy Irish. They are currently still in good shape, number six in playoff points after losing to Morris this past week, their first loss of the year. But as you hear myself and Coach Wheaton talk, you get to two losses in eight-man football, you might not get into the playoffs, so they're probably going to need to win out against Weberville and Coleman in the final week of the season. So that's a quick rundown of where our ultra-local teams stand playoff-wise. Now going to get into my interviews. Alex Sytek, Jacob Pash, and Brad Gross from Beale City. Chris Bachman out in Beale City, another Spock Sports Show. Catching up with some of the Aggies, 42-6, to a win over Pine River. I've got Coach Gross here with me along with Alex Sytek and Jacob Pash. Uh, first of all, Coach, how well has this team been playing? I think we've been playing pretty well. I mean, we haven't been playing, I guess, the the teams that have the best records in the, in the world, but... Uh, We've been doing. I've been happy that we've been going out, taking care of business. Thirty-five nothing at halftime. 
running clock. So, I mean, that's really all you can ask for. And it's it's a lot harder for for you to get up for a team, and I don't want to take anything away from Pine River, but it's a way way easier to get up for a game against Everett, who's you know five and one or four and one, again, than it is against a one and six or whatever Pine River. So, so they've been doing a good job. Took care took care of business. And Alex Sitek joining me. Uh, Alex, what grade are you in? I'm a senior. You're a senior yep. this year, and where do you play? Um, I'm offensive guard and defensive tackle. All right, and Coach Gross made it sound like you've played at quite a few positions in your career. Where all have you played at? Oh, I mean, I played everywhere but um, center and tackle. That that's it. Every, you played some quarterback even too. Yep. Oh man, so anywhere you, you need to line up, you'll line up. Yeah. <laughs> and now, how how good do you think this team's playing after that forty-two-six win over Pine River? Um, we're playing really good, playing as a team. So it's, we're like, I think we're gonna be pretty uh, good this whole year. I think uh, we're we're doing pretty good, and um, we just need to keep on going and chugging along. Yeah, Coach Gross, what do these two guys mean to this team? Talk a little bit about their contributions. Well, they're they're both team players. I mean, we talked about Alex playing anywhere we need him. We talked to him before the season. I says, hey, you know, best place for you to get most playing time and the best way to help the team out is to play offensive line and defensive line, and he's taking that on. I mean, he doesn't start, but he's – I mean, he gets in there. He gets, he gets his rotation. We rotate guys in. And then, uh, uh, well, Chuck, Jacob, I mean, we always call him Chuck. So. Yeah. But uh, Chuck's playing center, does a good job. We haven't, knock on wood, we haven't missed very many snaps. So, and that's huge when you do shotgun and under center. You got to, you know, you got to kind of adapt both ways. And and then we've had Jack in for quarterback for a while and Owen in for a quarterback for a while. And Smitty plays a little quarterback. So it's different. He's d- adapted to all three guys and done a good job and haven't had very many turnovers. And for you, uh, Chuck, I mean, how, how much does that change with a different quarterback coming into the game, snapping the football, or do they do a good job of adjusting to you, or are there specific things you need to do for each guy? Um, Sometimes guys like having it um, like a little bit slower or faster, the snap, and then um, just like how they say the cadence. So you're ready down set hot. It might be a little quicker, slower, whatever, but and- – and that's where you've got to really be on things because even a center, you know, they can get called for that false start, moving that football a little bit, and that's where that, that cadence probably comes in big time, doesn't it, Coach? Oh, it sure does. I mean, you got you just get penalties and penalties and turnovers will kill any 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 game for you. And as we get going on the playoffs here a little bit, we need to keep that we need to keep that same uh, you know we need to keep that same continuity and not have the penalties and not have the turnovers, and that's going to be keys to keys to victory moving forward. Yeah, Jacob, what grade are you in? I'm a senior. You're a senior, and uh, where all have you played so far? Center. Center's been your spot, Center baby. and a little bit of tackle last right. year, but not much. All right, and now, you guys, you know, were you worried about kind of a lull in the season after that Everett game, you know, Leroy, Pine River, and then Matt, and then you got that huge game coming up the next week? I mean, you worry about it, but I think we talked about uh, – we talked about the homecoming thing, like, oh, it's you know, it's a different homecoming. Well, it's a different challenge, and we're gonna have those different challenges moving forward. Now we got a bit, you know, we got we got Manton coming in this, nut, this senior night, so that'll be big for the seniors for these guys. And then the following week, you got Harbor Beach, which is two and a half hours away, so we got to go there. And then you never know. And then from there, you don't know what you're gonna do. I mean, you could get you could go north, you could be playing an Iron Mountain, and we could be playing in Ithaca. So I mean, he, that's a long ways away. So you just never know. And uh, Alex, thinking about senior night coming up, what what does that mean to you guys? Do you think about that huge senior class that you guys got? How long you guys have been playing together? Oh man, um, uh, since like third grade, pretty much. Wow. How many how many football games do you think you got? I mean, that's 
about you know at least ten a year or so. I mean that's that's almost a hundred football games probably that you guys have played together. Is there you know maybe even going back before high school days? Is there one moment that kind of stands out to you, Alex? Is it kind of a memory or anything like that? Um, probably eighth grade when we played Claire and uh, had to beat him to go to like the championship. And I was quarterback and they were just. Did you guys? Did you guys beat him? Oh yeah, well, right. I think we tied him that game actually, and then we oh, played really? him in the championship and beat him. So awesome! And do you, what do you remember? But do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. Like going to the championship, and yeah, that was probably biggest moment. Yeah, and Coach in Gross, the lower grades. Do you do you remember that these guys are? No, <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember what I did to, did a year ago. But I mean, yeah, you. I mean, I I'm sure I watched it, but I mean, I don't remember. I don't remember it vividly or anything yeah. like that. but <laughs> And now uh, Caden Smith this past Friday, six touches, 204 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Jacob, what, what's it like blocking for him, watching him? Same with you, Alex. We'll start with you, though, this time, Jacob or Chuck. Um, I mean, it, it's just crazy to see how much he can do, and it's just hey, you can't you can't script it. Yeah. yeah, well, and I kind of, I kind of like that. Jacob was over. He was just, he, he, he was reaching out for a word, but I don't yeah. know if you can find a word to describe that guy. Sometimes, no, it's just he's, he's quick and he just knows a lot about football. He, he can just go off anything. I mean, he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Alex, can you, can you put it in any words? <laughs> he's um, <laughs> if you miss a block, he's still gonna get there. And yeah, it's. it's crazy well he just makes moves that you can't it's kind of like and i don't want him to get with this to go to caden's head but it's like blocking for barry sanders a little bit it's like how do you where is he going you never know where he's going to yeah, go he, he stops and starts and that's just it's just you know you're just like we tell these guys in practice just just find a guy and stay with them and the, the running back will make them miss time for a quick break here on spock sports show when i come back more of my conversation in beale city with jacob pash alex Sitek, and coach gross if you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do my attorney is joe barbary he can be yours too hi this is joe barbary here's a motor vehicle accident tip if you've been injured in an auto accident you don't have to go to detroit to get the best legal team to represent you myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central michigan area for over 30 years most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face, and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law, and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Welcome back to the Spock Sports Show. I'm Buck92. Let's get back into my conversation talking Beale City football. Uh, Jack, he kind of continues to average about 20 yards per completion, which uh, any quarterback would just absolutely dream about that. How difficult does that make you guys to stop? Uh, well, I mean, I've said it for years. If you can you can run the football and throw the football, that's, that's when you go a long ways in the playoffs. I mean, all you look back at all the teams that have been successful past, you know, the regular season and moving deep into the playoffs, you've got to be able to do both. And when we can do both, and we have a couple of guys that can do both. I mean, we have three guys that can do both. I think Owen McKenney did a really good job early in the year. <laughs> yeah. And Caden, well, Caden had one drive at quarterback and he scored a touchdown. So, I mean, he got his one, you know, he, that was running. 
But then Jack had a couple nice passes, and he had two of them to Caden. I know I can think of it right off the top of my head. One was just a little screen pass, but you get Caden Smith with a screen pass, and the guys always give me crap because when I played, I got a lot of touchdown passes on screen passes. <laughs> so now I, I get to give Jack a little bit of crap because now he's kept throwing all these touchdown passes, to, but they're all screen passes. What do you mean? You did the same thing I did. So. I've seen him throw some down the field. This oh, yeah, year. he's throwing them down the field. I'm not saying he hasn't, but. And now for for you guys blocking, watching a guy toss the ball around like that, an offense move like that, you know, is is it planned for him to be throwing downfield, or is that all because of you guys on the offensive line, you know, giving him all that time? I mean, I think it just kind of depends. I mean, there's some plays when the linebackers are blitzing or something, you know, it just kind of depends on that. And if we have more people in the backfield to help block them, it just – when he does get the time, he can usually launch it pretty far and – Make a good pass and yep. got yeah. guys to go catch it. And now, what's been more impressive? We'll go with you here, Alex. Uh, what's been more impressive as of late, your offense or the defense? Um, I'd say defense. We haven't let up very much and not even very many yards. So I think definitely defense. All right. What about you, Jacob? I'd have to say the offense. I think <laughs> we're marching down the field pretty well and we can make plays when we can and. Yeah. All right. Now, now, Coach, you might have to be the tiebreaker here, man. Well, our goal last week was to hold them under 50 yards rushing because we always have to have goals going in, you know. And when you're when you're playing certain teams, you know, your goals change a little bit because realistically you got to look at who you're playing. But our goals defensively have been, you know, to keep them to zero points and, uh, you know, try to, you know, keep them under 50 yards rushing and so many yards passing. And – I can't pick one. I'm not even going to break the tiebreaker because <laughs> really you got to have both to, you know, a really good offense. You got to have a really good offense and a really good defense because there's going to be some nights where your weather might play a factor and it's going to be harder to score offensively. So you need you need your defense to to do really well. So I mean, I think they've both been playing really well and I the, the good thing I see is and I think these guys would agree we haven't played our best yet. Mm-hmm. So I think their best is still out there. And I think when you get, you know, not an easy or a loaded question, I could say there too, because when you get the running clock in any game, both, both, you know, both sides of the ball are playing pretty darn well. There's nothing more you can say than that. And uh, start with you on this one too, Alex. Yeah, pick an MVP, two or three of the season. Kind of, you know, who would who would you start to talk about? Probably Bennett. He's just he's improved a lot throughout the years, and he's just quick to read every play, and just a really good all-around player. What about you, Jacob? Say Jack. I mean, he's came far, and just with like over the seasons of practicing, and then also, um, also just like getting the experience up here on varsity. I mean, he's had it for the what past couple three years or four. I mean, it helps a lot, and then yeah. Yep, and I think what his sophomore year, he kind of came into the year as a starter and went down with an injury, and then Hunter Miles. Came in and played so well. You didn't need to bring him bring him back there. You wanted to keep Hunter at quarterback. And coach, if I ask you to pick somebody out, are you not ready to do that? You know, if you want to default it for later in the year, you know, we, we can obviously do that too. <laughs> well, there's a lot of MVPs. I mean, defensively, I'll I'll agree with Alex. I think Bennett's been one of the MVPs of the defense. And I always say we have more that, but I think Bennett's a worthy worthy candidate of being an MVP player. And then uh, obviously Chuck went with uh, Jack on the offensive side of the ball. And it's just you know it's it's just it's I think both of them could be MVPs on each side of the ball. So yeah, I would agree with I would agree with both these guys, but you could also make cases for other guys as well. 
and uh, Kane Hooks just saw that he led the team in tackles, you, you know, when I saw the box score from Dave McKinney. Uh, to talk a little bit about how much he's been improving throughout the year. And actually kind of nod at me yeah, when I talk, talk about maybe his game Friday night. What did he show you? Um, he's just – he's improved a lot too. He's been playing linebacker. He's been playing on the line. Um, he's just – he reads it fast. He's been uh, listening to Bennett. Ben's been teaching him a lot. and yeah, it can you can – it shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jacob? Like he said, like he's been learning a lot from like Josh, Jameson, Bennett, you know, like – just having that help right there, I I feel like that comes a long way in yep. learning. Well, and that's where you talk about the MVP. You know what I mean? There's so many MVPs, so many leaders, so many seniors that you guys got on this team. You just could kind of, you know, look all over the field. And now freshman Drew Gross, not sure why I called him Owen. And, again, I got to give him a shout-out. You know, I misspelled Jamison Latham's name on a plaque. The kid's too darn nice to, to say anything or whatever. I need to get called out on those uh, little discretions. It seems like I've seen him kind of line up, a linebacker maybe, maybe defensive line, maybe offensive line. Seems like he'll kind of line up anywhere for you. Talk a little bit about that. Well, he's just he's playing where we need him. He's playing Beale City football. I mean, is he better on this week on the line, or is he better off playing linebacker? Where do we need him? I mean, he's he felt a little more linebacker last week, I think, because Cooper was out. You know, Cooper McQueen, he, he probably, if it was the state finals, Cooper probably could have played. But – we're looking, you know, we figured we could take care of business with Cooper setting and getting a week and hopefully getting healthy. And so Drew, it forced Drew to possibly play a little, you know, so Josh had to move to, out to inside because that's where Cooper plays. And Kane's been doing a really good job at D-line. Man, he just, we talked about that. So it's just a matter of, that's where the coaching carousel comes around. It's like, man, where are our guys better? And the fact that these guys have played a lot of different positions, it allows you to make your team better when you play against it, you know, a spread team, and now all of a sudden then you go to Harvard Beach and they're running the tee and trying to run down your throat. And there's going to be some changes this week too. These guys probably don't know yet, but Caden Smith's going to move to a different position, and he's going to play a different spot. And other guys, are, Owen McKinney's going to move up here, and somebody's going to go, you know, so we're, we're able to move guys around, and right now we're fortunate enough to be able to do that. And so that when it, hopefully we're preparing for that playoff run, so it's like, okay, now we're playing straight tee ugly or you're playing spread Ithaca, or you're split playing come at you Fowler, or you put, you know, there's, I mean, and Muskegon Catholic, whoever. I mean, there's a bazillion, yeah. Iron Mountain, Everett, well, whatever. And that's the fortunate position you guys have put your guys selves in by going 7-0. and I mean, you yeah. guys obviously want to get that home field advantage, but you guys know at this point you're going to be in. You, you've afforded yourself to maybe, you know, shuffle the dice a little bit, shuffle the cards a little bit, and see everything that you've got in the deck. And now... Question for you guys here, Alex and Jacob. We'll start with you, Alex. What's your favorite class here at Beale City when it comes down to you know the school part of things? Um, I enjoy math class. Uh, I don't know why the teacher is just really cool and she talks about sports a lot with us. So, yeah, what about you, Jacob? I like art. All I right. mean, I grew up being an artist type of thing. Um, my sister, she's pretty good at it, and I mean. And what do you enjoy doing? Painting, drawing with the pencil? More drawing. I, right. I just like picturing things and drawing it down. I mean, I'm just more of a picture type of guy. And right, and I always make the joke that I can't draw a straight line with a ruler, like <laughs> artist, and like you know what you do, Brad, electric. Like that's just so. There's some things that I just uh, not not meant to do. And now we'll start again with you here, Jacob. Other sports you play here at Beale City? Um, last year, not last year, two years ago now. Um, I played baseball. Um, other than that, I 
didn't play any other sports except football, but. All right, maybe maybe come out for baseball again this spring, kind of see how it goes or whatever. Or you got you maybe. got some, yeah, you got some other plans maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Alex? Um, I only play football. All right, it's the only sport that I play. All right, and so I don't need to, need to ask you guys what your favorite is. Yeah, you know, obviously it's going to be football. And mm-hmm. one thing I started asking, and it's going to be more interesting asking you guys because you guys are just a one sport athlete. But what would your high school life be like without sports? Probably um, it's pretty boring, I think. It's just, it just adds a lot of – it's fun. Yep. You get to wake up, go to practice, play a game at the end of the week. It's You look forward to it. What about you, Jacob? I mean, I just work a lot. So, I mean, sometimes if I don't want to go into work, I mean, it takes me away. But I love the sport overall, so I wouldn't mind get taking off work or whatever. And Yeah. You can tell you farm guy here or whatever. He's already, he's already <laughs> talking about work. I can't imagine me talking about work when I was your guy's age. And now what's something you guys learned playing football, Alex, that you just couldn't learn in the classroom? Um, just working together like a teamwork thing is it's key. They're like just that life. Jacob? I would say teamwork, yeah. And now Coach Gross got Manton this week, then a huge playoff test next week versus Harbor Beach on the road. What do you expect in these last two weeks, and what are you going to need from these guys? Same stuff we've been getting. I mean, we just got to do what we do, come to practice, make sure, first of all, for, we got to make sure we take care of practice. We got to make sure we get ready, you know, watch film, make sure you know what you're doing. And just because Manton hasn't won a game doesn't mean I always tell these guys, what, would it be, what do you think Manton would be if they beat Beale City? What do you think Pine River would be, you know, when they were one and whatever they were? You would make their year. They wouldn't care about anything else. They would be that it would be ecstatic their Super Bowl, so we got to go into this game like hey, these guys are trying to take something away from you, and, and you got you know we're trying to get that home field advantage. We're trying to go undefeated. This is for the conference title too. You lose it, we we lose this game. We tie with Everett, and we got to share it with them. And winning outright conference championship is way better than sharing yeah. it. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, do you guys want to share the conference championship with Everett? No. No. <laughs> I, th- I think that's Not all. At all. <laughs> I think that's all we need to hear from these guys. Yeah. Coach Gross, Alex, uh, Jacob, Chuck. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.